0: And, you know, if you if you watch when they're going through the woods, when they go find the, the little girl, and I love that little girl. I love the twist with the little girl and what a fucking cunt she is. Happy Little Screams, season two. Let us in. Okay, he's dead. Let's go get him.
1: That's another one for the fire.
0: Welcome to the Happy Little Screams podcast, season two.
2: Bury the entire podcast and hole. Get it?
1: <laughs> you're supposed to stop and let the silence so that we can the episode. Hey. And why are you losing my dice? I'm not losing them. My... Oh, you just lost <laughs> right down there. You don't know where it is. Yeah, I do. I'm
0: sorry, Sean. I think I I think I bogarded that that conversation. Oh I, no, I... you're okay, man. I didn't want to do the episode to begin with. Oh. I really, I really. Do, I want to get like, talking
1: to these cool movies we just watched.
0: I, I really, I, I really don't. I really want to know what it is you. I mean, we're not going to like everything the same, but no, no. Well, I wish, I wish that there was a, a, a place there where we could have agreed at least on a few things in it, because,
1: dude, I love to agree with you. I don't like all. Fun. I all I have to say about that movie was it was had weird stuff. It was weird. That was it. Like that's my entire review of the film. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this.
2: Ah. It felt it felt like like there was a legion of aliens inside him, and he was A-like. like he, The reason he was so dead eyed is because like he couldn't. It was an entire civilization. Well, he was like, dead eyed because they were freaking like, weird, creepy it.
1: looking people. That's He's like, why is everyone
2: lusting over me? Because it was like not it wasn't just that he was going around experiencing things The it you was know, as if what? his vision was warped how well but how he was it's like you a child also... walk...
1: how it was a like, like child watching film through... have you two watched it was like a child walking and in...
0: you know it's like a child walking through um a store for the first time you know like like a candy store like like looking around not oh. knowing what these things are but knowing that it wants like how many abduction
1: stories it? have either of you watched?
0: How many what stories?
1: Alien abduction stories,
0: where the alien comes back and presents themselves to people. I haven't seen a lot where aliens have come back and presented themselves to people, unless you're considering about Marvel movies. But I've seen a few. Like I, I definitely got the idea that it was a single alien, like trying to experience what was on Earth. Dude, that's like I don't watch it's like
1: every alien story where they come to their planet is that awkward. Like, what is this strange civilization? Yeah. I mean, well, this isn't is like
0: textbook. Yeah, no, I definitely got that. City. That I got 100%. Like, I understood that. But it could have been done. Like, they did it with E.T. And E.T. was done a lot better. Granted, they focused on the kid with that. I'm trying. What, what other alien abduction movies that have done that?
1: There's yeah. a ton of them. but well, I fashion. mean, Mork and
0: Mindy. Mork. Mork. and Mindy. That would not let's say
1: even remotely. It, it was very fashion. close. I watched a lot of X Files episodes where this happened. Oh, I mean, yeah. dude, men in black. Here
2: come the men
1: in black. Yeah, but what was the budget for this again? I don't $8. know. <laughs> $8. It was, it was 50 South cents. African money. That's how much it was.
0: $8 will buy you a mansion in South Africa.
1: Let us get to and start a brand new conversation about something we both very much enjoyed. Uh, Titties? Yes, we're having a whole episode about titties around. The The whole house just heard you scream titties.
2: I I think I'm the only one who's not interested in this conversation. Ah,
1: this gay guy over here just like,
0: titties are gross. So you're not into bears?
2: You're not
1: the fat dudes? They got titties. They're hairy titties, I, too.
0: I didn't say female titties. I just said titties in general.
1: No, I mean... Um, all titties I mean,
0: is titties. I think titties
2: are beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> Point being, I'm not going <laughs> to... Mm. All
0: right. So... Um, I almost want to save well chew any, <laughs> I almost want to save anything for Jackson I really want Alex to be part of that because Alex loved that movie we watched that together Wait, so, it was amazing so
1: oral surgery yep. Yeah. that yeah, sucks that means just, there's no mouth movement for a while
0: yeah well she said that uh, she's feeling better but she's got a very bad lisp today from it
1: <laughs>
0: so, <sighs> She's yeah, because awesome. she got she got the oral surgery, I think yesterday. Um, and she was like, "If I'm feeling better on Saturday, I'll do it." I was like, "All right," uh, but yeah, she wasn't she wasn't feeling up to it.
1: So we did a role playing game with a shape changing changeling, and Alex is just like, "My character's name NB." That's. That's how that (laughs) starts.
0: Am I missing something here?
1: Well, NB stands for uh, non-binary.
0: Which Mm. means gender
1: fluid character, but it's built into the name, which is how much uh, signaling is going on there.
0: Gotcha. But that's fine,
1: because that's our crowd.
0: Speaking of which, we do have to finish that, because I'm almost done with the first episode.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, we, we need... I don't know. I... I would love to keep going, but time and effort and stuff, I feel like we should do a wrap up and get everything resolved. Yeah, that's like what I mean, because I,
0: I don't want to finish the episodes if we're not going to finish the show, because there's no point in putting out half a D&D uh, thing. Tune in next time, and the next time
1: never comes. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, the the, next, the hey, oh, it's the like next time the we can just do a whole now. bunch of voices and we can pretend we can make it all in Russian and nobody will be able to understand it. Just no black no
1: but yeah, no, we're, no we're like the big companies now, we
0: just kill it and leave it hanging on a cliffhanger. Ah, the next episode is Netflix has canceled this show.
1: Wait for <laughs> you know, like Hulu or something to pick it up, yeah. <laughs> oh man oh man oh hey did you hear the uh the one lady who is in the powerpuff girls pilot which was so bad that they went back and completely reshot the pilot because of how terrible it was the lady playing blossom is is like stepping out but also this is the same lady who played the one girl in agents of shield what's her name quake quake daisy or whatever yeah yeah, so that actress, and they're like, does that mean she's going to be in Secret Invasion? Because oh. Marvel's doing Secret Invasion, and that deals with inhumans and
0: scroll. That's true, but um, they have said that the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon in the 616 yeah. universe.
1: But then they went back on that because now we're in a multiverse and with all the multiverses, they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can replace any actor with a different actor and be like multiverse version.
0: That's fair. That is fair. I,
1: personally, I have this theory that this is Marvel's ultimate out ticket to not have to deal with full contracts where people have to take up a bunch of movies. And now they can just go like, we'll just sub in somebody from another universe. Yeah, uh, it's a great uh, thing Yes. To
0: that. yes and no. I think this is their James Bond ticket. So yeah. that in 10 years, you know, when Chris Hemsworth can no longer play Thor, they can put somebody else in his Thor, they can claim it came from another universe, or they can do yeah. the gender swapping thing that they're doing now with uh what's her what's her fuck? Uh yeah. yeah. Winona Ryder. Yeah. Hey, I they better damn well give me my beta ray bill, man. Beta Ray Bill is supposed to be in the What If show.
2: Yeah. I don't think that they're
0: bringing Beta Ray. Uh, I
1: demand my skull headed Thor equivalent. He is awesome. Yeah.
0: No, I loved Beta Ray Bill. It was really cool. And actually, Beta Ray Bill is the only reason Thor is still around because they Thor got such low comic book. sales when they b- brought beta ray bill in it revitalized the entire series
1: i don't know man i hope they put him in something i don't care what they stick them in but i need my beta ray
2: not lots of cartoons though like
1: he was in the cartoons Yeah, well, the cartoons get all kinds of stuff we don't get in the live action but yeah all he had was a cameo in uh, Thor. I saw somebody, I think it was like 4 Chan leaked. Oh, Punisher's coming back and they're gonna make him a mutant. I was like, No, 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 no.
0: they are bringing him back. Uh, John Bertenthal has signed with Marvel, really they're changing. Yeah, they're changing the skull though, okay, right. and they're changing I mean, the skull because of what happened on the sixth. Because yeah, yeah, douchebag, yeah. bunch of
1: idiots, yeah.
0: Yep, so it's no longer going to be the Punisher with the skull. They're coming up with some new design. Well,
1: he's, thing. I don't know, like, if you've seen, but over the years, he's had a dozen different skulls on his shirt.
0: But it's always been a skull. They're not using a skull anymore.
2: I mean... I, at least they're trying something new, I guess. I don't
0: know. I, like, point is, we'll see what they do.
1: Punisher's and I hope they don't fuck gonna, it
0: up.
2: Punisher's always going to be Punisher. You're always going to think the skull.
0: The skull <sighs> yeah, the if they give so him a much. fucking rainbow and a frog, I'm going to punch somebody.
1: Oh, no. Did I show you that video about uh, where the guy was talking about when they were filming that movie with... Uh, what's that wrestler's name? Uh, Diesel... Kevin. Oh, Kevin, Nash. Kevin Nash. Yeah, Kevin Nash. Uh, that he uh, did you hear that story? Did I send it no, to you? No, I don't think so. So it's the way he explained it is a lot better. But apparently they're on the set and they're like, uh what's his name? The guy who played Tom, Thomas Jane.
0: Oh, Thomas Jane, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So Thomas Jane, you know, they're like, you know, you've got to fight him and make it look real. He does wrestling. So he's used to this. And there's this whole thing about, you know, we have to have a a setup and stunt people to help lift your body, to make it look like he can lift Thomas Jane up with one hand. And Kevin Nash is oh like this. And he just grabs Thomas and lifts him (laughs) up the wall. They're like, how are you doing that? He's like, I've been doing this at wrestling for years. Uh, so he's perfect for the role. The Russian is like one of those characters that's very hard to cast for. And they're doing this fight and there's two knives in the beginning. He has a uh, butterfly knife and there's mm-hmm. a realistic looking knife for the uh, far away, for the close-up shots and there's a retractable knife for using in combat. Well, the prop guy was distracted, hitting on some girl trying to get her to go out on a date. Thomas Jane grabs the wrong knife. And in that scene... In the movie, when you watch it, he plants the knife into his shoulder, and the guy, Kevin Nash, just laughs at him and then starts beating the crap out of him. And at the end of the shoot, they're like, we're done, we got it, everything's great. Thomas Jane goes to pull the prop knife out, and it doesn't come out. And they're like, oh, that's the real knife. And Kevin Nash is like, huh. I didn't even notice. And he pulls it out and they're like, oh, you need to go to the hospital. He's like, you got some super glue and he super glues it. He's like, all right, let's do the rest of our oh scenes. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Nash took a knife without flinching and continued to film and just sealed it up with super glue. God damn it. And he thought it was funny. The guy was too distracted trying to pick up a girl and he was just <laughs> laughed his ass off at it. Dude's
0: a, dude, I love that dude i i like uh uh bertenthal and i like what he did with the punisher but i think thomas jane for me is my punisher yeah. i loved that movie i think it was great and i hated the fact that they replaced him in war zone
1: mm. it was such a mistake man and then yeah. they pulled one of my favorite villains out puzzle face
0: oh yeah uh, well jigsaw jigsaw yeah yeah, well, I mean, that's 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 who. Uh, um, what's his face? Uh, oh my god, Dirty Dance, not Dirty Dancing. Dirty who the fuck? Oh my god, Banks. John, uh, John. Uh, oh my god, played the villain in the Thomas Jane one. Tom John. John. Uh, whatever, whatever the fuck his name is from Greece.
1: John Travolta, yeah, John Travolta,
0: yeah. He was supposed to be Jigsaw, like that. That whole thing was leading up to him becoming Jigsaw because when he gets blown up, his face gets all fucked up, and that's that's the Jigsaw character.
1: That would have made sense.
0: And he was, and and the rumor was the second movie was supposed to be a revenge thing by Jigsaw against the Punisher. Makes sense, but of course that didn't happen.
1: Yeah, that's uh. The thing with Hollywood well if we got it now we might have gotten a proper continuation but back then they didn't give a shit they just recasted every movie
0: yeah yeah well they didn't like Thomas Jane I don't think he was very well received but I thought he was amazing as the Punisher yeah.
1: that's what happens man yeah, we get things good and they don't last because they don't understand it they'd go by Hollywood standards
0: yeah yeah i'm waiting for them there, um, to cast there was a series as the punisher
1: did nicholas cage is punished oh my no why dude yes
0: why? i don't need like, drive angry man. drive angry that is that I is basically driving undead punisher
1: i just don't know if i want punisher to become wacky
0: he wasn't wacky in that he was i mean he did have a he, sex he, gun fight he, but still Oh, my God. No, anything Nicolas Cage is as in
1: wacky because it's Nicolas Cage. No, there's, um, there's a Punisher storyline I love called Eurohit where he goes, he's, he's chasing uh, the kingpin to a European thing going on. There's a job he has to stop. And he fights against Batroc, or no, he joins up with Tarantula to fight against Batroc. Batrock. Okay. The the um in Winter Soldier, freaking Captain America fights Batrock, the uh, Capoeira parkour uh, French guy who runs around doing kicks and stuff. Dude, yeah, they kind of they, they way watered him down in the MCU, but Batrock's fucking amazing in the comic books because he's an acrobat assassin who's French. Okay that's that's it, that's all you need. Batrock the leaper kicks people to death with a knife in his boot. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, I'm a comic nerd, so sue th- me. <laughs> don't sue th- me. I don't got no money. All right. All right. All right. We've exhausted that potential lad.
0: All right. So you wanna do you wanna talk about this classic uh classic horror movie? Do you need a do you need a pee break or water break or anything? Perfect. All right. So a classic so- horror movie. <laughs>
1: First of all, what prompted you to put this on the list?
0: Uh, to be honest, I was surfing through Netflix as I do when I run out of shit to watch. And the trailer, like my, my TV is a little bit fucked up so that like when I press the up button or the down button, sometimes it doesn't go. And sometimes Netflix catches me where it'll start playing a trailer and I can't get out of it. Yeah. And the trailer for this, the song and the visuals looked fucking phenomenal yeah and i was like okay and and you know it's a a foreign film um so you get like the little words on the bottom i'm like okay this looks really good
1: it it is very stunning as a visual film especially considering how it came about and its budget like the location in the world and all that it's a good film it's a good film um it first of all i i watched it in english because i was doing a bunch of shit last night but I, I kind of listen to part of Italian. I like Italian. I like the original dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I watch it in English. So I lose points for my nerd credibility, <laughs> not being able to watch it in its original language at the point. Uh, I'll have to go back and watch it again in English. Because I would. I, I think I lost, I lost the film like halfway through. I, I don't know what was happening. Um, I was paying attention to it, but it was like, it was like midsummer and there was a bunch of creepy people in masks and shit was going crazy. And then I looked down and I looked back up and they're like, Oh no, it's a movie.
0: Yeah. I, I feel, I feel like the, the film had a great premise. It had some great things that it, it happened in it. Definitely worth watching once I, I would watch something else. If you're going to go back and rewatch it, it's not worth yeah. watching the second time through. I think that some of the scares were really good um the idea and the way that they did it at the beginning so so for anybody who has not watched this uh what this movie is about is it's uh on the italian countryside and a bunch of people get in this ride share with this uh guy who i guess wants to be a youtube star cuz he's got this little phone and he starts like recording everybody and they they're driving and they get in a car accident everybody gets knocked out and they wake up in the middle of this field with this creepy looking house and then it goes into like a Wicker Man type midsummer thing where they start talking about oh, the horror. Yeah, they start talking about the story of these three gods that demanded sacrifices in order to bring bounty to the land and everything. They're like
1: oso, moroso, and
0: <laughs> the names are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> great.
1: Well, the pictures um, were awesome. That drawing was. Oh still my god! By yes. Nightmares.
0: Um. And then it it goes on. Uh, people die, of course, and then you end up getting to a point where you find out, spoiler, uh, it's actually the mafia that is making this movie thing with this kid, and it's just it goes like off the rails there. However, the way they do it was great. I thought that the way that they made that transition was really good. I thought the mafia thing was dumb. They should yeah, not have put all, the mafia in there. All the at way all.
1: up to the mafia thing, the movie had me. It was very tense. It was very atmospheric. It was very good, well shot. I was enjoying it, and then that part came with the mom at the table, and I was just kind of gave up. <laughs> I mean, I watched it. Did you watch the after credit scenes?
0: Uh, after credits? No, I didn't know there was uh, credit scene. I saw the mid credit. Yeah. Where they basically go back and they show the murder from a different angle where she shoots him in the head.
1: Well, yeah, but they're like, they're watching it on blood flicks or whatever, which is yeah. like Netflix for horror films in Italy.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. man. I, I mean, I, I, I liked that twist. I, I liked that quite a bit. I didn't, I didn't actually see the twist coming. Like I thought it was going to be, cause I, I just recently watched Midsommar. So I legitimately thought that this was going to be a bunch of crazies that were basically serving these people up to do, you know, to, to bring the harvest. And then when you find out that this kid and, and, and the, the, the kid who's making the movie, you don't see him as a possible villain at any point, but when you think about it afterwards, they told you the first time that this whole thing started, that it was him. Like, when especially when he goes to pee and he sees the two guys and his reaction, and then he comes back to that like right there should have been the clue. And you know if you if you watch when they're going through the woods when they go find the the little girl, and I love that little girl. I love the twist with the little girl and what a fucking cunt she is. Um, the when she's like when she's like this isn't a forest. Like when when the girl's like, how do we get out of the forest? And the little girl's like, this isn't a forest. Like. Like that part was like, oh shit, maybe they are in purgatory. Cause the boy earlier on, he's like, is this like one of those things where they just go around in circle and they can't escape because they keep going back to the same place? And then of course they're walking around and they end right back at the same place, minus the caravan. Like like that, that had me. That had me. But if you really look at it, he was the one who was leading them. He's yeah. the one who led them all the way back like, to the I'm same gonna get them out.
1: You remove all the stuff, and then we'll come back here. Exactly. You
2: guys are talking about a good movie.
1: I, I don't know if I'd call it a good like the first half of it's a great movie. The second half of it's kind of like they ran
0: out. They're like, I don't know, this lamp. I see I think they made a few missteps, but I still think the second half was good. I think if they had yeah. removed the so if they were gonna do the mafia thing, don't put a bunch of retards at the table. <laughs> Everybody who was at the table felt like they were inbred. Except for the mother <laughs> like, and the, the mother has been pretty lonely lately. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but when you think of mafia, you think of people who could actually do hits. Like these guys look like they're going to till the field and fuck their sister. Like <laughs> no, that's what they no, all look dude, like. Shit.
1: Mafia. So mafia has the hit man, but the majority of mafia, because mafia just means family. Fair. And most of them are just a bunch of families. It's just that the leaders of the families go into a legal and violent business to protect their territory and their family.
0: That's fair. But if you're going to use mafia in a film that you're going to be sending overseas and everything like that, at least don't make the connection earlier on in the film to the crime mafia, because he makes that joke legitimately right before they reveal who he is and the fact that it's the mafia when he's like, yeah, people say you're from Southern Italy. Look, I got an easy explanation for you here. Okay. Have you
1: seen pizza in Italy? I have. Have you seen pizza in America? Yes. They're two yes. separately, entirely different things, but they're both technically pizza. But the that's, Italian that's... mafias in Italy are very different
0: from the New York mafias. That's, in the film. that's perfectly fine. But if you're going to do that joke <laughs> when he says When he says, you know, people people keep saying, oh, you're from southern Italy. You're in the mafia. No, I'm not in the mafia. Oh, but you eat pizza. Yeah, I eat pizza. So you're in the mafia. No, I'm not in the mafia. They come back the next day. You're in the mafia. He's like, so I had them killed. That right there is the American idea of what the mafia is. Yeah. So you think of a bunch of guidos in button down shirts with guns that are going to rough you up and kill you.
1: Hey, well, you're talking about made men. All right. Made men. Are different than the rest of the family the rest of the family is just people most people in the mafia are just people and the made men are the one who go out and do the stuff you know so they do protection so, rackets so they hit are you telling
0: they me that mafia also means inbred family members oh my god Maf- that's what they were dude like let they me, all let me put looked like they were right out of Hillshead head of perspective eyes. all right
1: all right, you have in, him in him. the city where the money is and where the business and banks are, the made men in their fancy suits, the moms going off to them. And then they take all their ugly kids they don't like and they put them on a farm. Really? No, but. Oh, I think it makes sense. No like there a mafia is a big thing. Mafia is not just like 10 members. What first of all what we saw there was just like the average joe off the street of the mafia family. They're not the hitmen and assassins and bigwigs. Those guys are actually have a nice life in a mansion in the city. What we saw is all their hillbilly brethren who were like we're part of the mafia because we're related
0: to them. Yep, But see that that's what that's my problem with that. And it, then every they were single willing one to of them people. Looked- Every single one of them looked like they were in pro- the project the the progeny of in inbreeding. Every well, one I of think, them. I
2: think in a, in a way it yeah. depicts the most realistic but
1: depiction it, of mafia. Yeah, mafia likes to keep it in the family. That's where inbreeding comes in. Yeah, but but based on uh, <laughs> uh,
0: based uh, on you based made on a on
1: trumpet that. there. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Based, based on what you're saying, though, that is just family and these and that the, the mafia also includes people who are not in the mafia, that would mean that those people there should have just been normal people. But they were also willing to murder people on film for money. So they needed to get the inbred cousins to come out, be part of the mafia sitting at the table to murder people for money.
1: Dude, the the people who don't look like inbred weirdos are busy getting stuff done for the mafia in the cities. But
0: okay, okay. So it just.
1: Look, look, you got the Soprano situation, right? You got a guy with his kids in a nice mansion. Here's another guy, maybe he's in an apartment with his kids. And they're making lots of money coming into the family. And they spread that around the Dons of the family. The Dons give it out to their kids you know capos all the people are spreading out the money but the family takes care of itself it's a bunch of interlocked mafias is a bunch of interlocked families you have you know this family and this family and this family they all work together they do things like uh uh, money laundering protection rackets hitting places but they also do they do real protection like they clean up the streets they make sure bad guys stay away that's part of the job the original italian mafias this is our territory we protect it well here's the countryside where like my brother and my cousin and his family all moved out to and they are a bunch of fucking rednecks but they're still my family you know i we go out when we need when we need a body buried and we need somebody to disappear we just give them to the rednecks out in the woods and we keep our hands clean we go back to our bank or you know horse races
0: okay okay fair enough it's easy. But, but everyone at that table looked like they were disabled. Probably, yes. I would not trust a single one of them to hold a prosumer camera. So, really? assuming what you were saying is true, especially when she starts like, uh, like with the pain and she starts crying, and then they are all like, eh, 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 like or mocking her. Yeah, they were mocking her, but they, but they were all seemed like. The way they were portrayed, the way they were dressed, the way they looked, they all seemed like they were very, very slow. So what
1: what they do in the scenes, they wore masks and robes and they stood there watching. That's like their entire part in the film. There was but, one specific guy who was going around poking eyeballs out. Or those three why, people in the masks.
0: Why did they all have to be like that? If you're if you're making if you want to do it like you know the hills have eyes, okay, you have like a little family doing this all other shit, and they're all inbreeding. You you do that fine, whatever. Um, but obviously the son came out okay, and the daughter came out okay because the two of them did not look like they were inbred at all. So if sure, you want city, to use the word almost city people. Yeah, but if you want to use the word mafia and you want to make those those even if they all live in like bumfuck southern Minnesota, Ireland, Italy, whatever shit, they don't all have to be inbred like some of them should be somewhat intelligent looking.
1: Dude, those were Hill people. That's Hill people for you. We have them here in America. We have
0: Hill people. Yeah, but you end up with a movie like Hills Have Eyes, where the entire thing is like that. You don't end up with a thing like this. Or you end up with something like The Goonies, where you have one retarded child and then you have three (laughs) dumb children. Oh, this episode is canceled already. I know,
1: right? (laughs) no but look how the mom was dressed differently than the rest of them she presented herself differently it's her and her two beautiful looking kids and she's like hey son you want to make a snuff film well our cousin out in bumfuck nowhere has miles and miles of territory to do whatever you want so we'll round up everybody who has nothing going on in their life and that's that table she got a bunch of cousins and nephews nieces and stuff they're all bunch of hill people and then she's like i don't have time for this shit and she drives back off to go be important and do things with nice clothes and fashion and get her hair done and they're rolling around in the
0: mud that is fair and and actually that that's another question that i have and i should have looked this up before the podcast Uh, i wonder if she's a famous (laughs) italian actress because there was really no point in having her in the film and she had a very small role. She was in a photo at the beginning and she was in all of maybe four minutes of the film. I wonder if yeah. that's how they got their money by getting her to be part of the film.
1: you think she dies at the end or do the people pull her out of the water?
0: Um, I don't think she dies at the end. I know John dies at the end, but I don't think she dies at the end. That is a lie, by the way. If you read that book, John never fucking dies. That's true. That's true. He
1: dies. He's He's like dead halfway dead. through, but then comes right back to life. My biggest qualm
0: dead. with this movie is actually the ending. Yeah. I I, I understand because the ending kind of takes the point that they were trying to make and drives it home. Yeah. But I think the movie should have ended after she blows his brains out, walks back to the camera and says, There's your ending and turns it off that should have been the ending of the film fair
1: enough her yeah, walking for whatever through reason not not style but this whole film reminds me of funny games because the whole point of funny games and this film both drive home this idea that we are so jaded and inoculated to terrible things happening in film and video that when we actually see terrible things we either don't want it or we project it into our imagined version because they want to see their filmed you know, on camera snuff film, put it up and get some likes on the internet version. Not actually, hey, let's help this person; they're hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, I, I definitely, I definitely get that because uh, there was there was so much social commentary about cell phone usage, films, and. Everything because I mean, the whole thing with all these people filming the murders and everything and nobody doing anything to help them and this character, the, the boy actually thinking that that's okay to do because he wants to be a filmmaker. And then at the yeah. end, well, with he, her he's like, covered- people are so jaded. They're like, yeah. they, the yeah. people are so
1: used to it. You need it to make as real as possible. Why don't we just really kill people? That'll be
0: as authentic as you can get. Yep. That was but, the whole point of the film. Well, dude, likes yeah. are way more important than actually helping somebody. That's, That's why they crazy. let her just walk out into the water and, and, and practically drowned herself.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh, it's an Italian film. It's very different and has a different feel. I like foreign films just because they try stuff other people aren't doing. But I think they dropped the soap halfway through the film, <laughs> and it kind of just slid downhill after that.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, I definitely like I said. I think they made some missteps. I don't think that that. I, I don't think that this movie was really bad. It also was not great though. Like I, I didn't. I didn't really feel scared. I felt that there were a few tense moments, but I think that. I don't know if it was the way they shot the, the films but it just didn't it just didn't quite I, I never jumped I was never really on the edge of my seat and I felt it was a little bit too voyeuristic like with uh them being up in the attic and watching the murder happen of the guy mm-hmm. and then them rolling the thing down and getting it real close to his eye and then waiting like they should have just kept going and they shouldn't yeah. have cut away from it like if you're gonna do it you know, it, do it. You put the gun in the room, use the gun. Don't don't sit there and, and wait for it. Because that's, that's what that's makes the
1: same movies. reason. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's what that's work. what makes movies like uh um House of the Devil so good. The the scene that I keep talking about in the in the uh graveyard, because they pull yeah. the gun out and they use it. They don't pull the gun out and then say, Will he or won't he? And like the Ross and Rachel effect does not work there. Like you just need and to Ross fucking and do it. <laughs> Well, that's that's why I like it to funny games, because in funny games,
1: he does a similar technique where everything bad happens off screen because he wants you to get that expectation that you're going to see horror and go- violence and gore. And then he pulls the rug out and he's like, all the bad stuff happens when you where you can't see it to yeah. point his finger at you and be like, you should feel ashamed for what you were expecting.
0: That's actually also a budgetary thing. I yeah. saw I, I was at a Fantastic Fest when they showed Funny Games, the American remake. And they were actually talking about that on stage that before they did the remake, they talked to the director because the remake had a much larger budget than the original. And they still did everything off screen because they were like, you know, that's the way he did it. And this was the reason that he did it.
1: And I, there is a budget, but he worked with it because his whole point, the, the entire point of Funny Games is that we watch terrible movies to watch people suffer and we should feel ashamed of that. So everything, instead of being quick cuts, everything slow cuts. Instead of showing the gore, they don't show the gore. Like everything is done For the audience expectation even the point that they kill the villains and the villain grabs the remote control and rewinds the movie and is like you're not allowed to kill the villain is because the movie's not about the characters but about these two killers presenting themselves to the audience and saying here's a mirror of yourself you should be feeling bad about how you are as americans that was what the original version was in german and the fact that they remade it shot for shot in english for english audiences is almost like a double middle finger to american audiences yeah
0: that's the only thing that i appreciate about that movie because i i thought it was first of all yeah it's very hard to sit through and um i hate it when they make movies where they just do shot for shot that's why i love let the right one in but Let Me In is a fucking piece of trash because they change a bunch of it to fit the American audience. And then they take the pivotal scenes that make that movie amazing and do it shot for shot. But it doesn't work because you've already lost the feeling of the film. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's this. They did the same thing with my favorite film of all time, which is uh, A Tale of Two Sisters. They did American version and like they kept some of the major scenes in, but they changed everything else and it lost every part of value yeah. of that film.
0: Yeah, I remember uh, seeing that. That's originally a Korean film, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. fantastic
1: Korean film, and uh, the remake was just like two famous actresses. And instead of going that it was all this trauma in this girl head, they were like, "Nope, you're just seeing ghosts and
0: shit." Yep, of course, because we, as Americans, we don't, hey yeah, we, we don't understand that. We're too stupid. You gotta, you gotta
1: do Silent Hill. You gotta drop a giant five minute uh, story explanation splatter
0: in oh the God, middle Sean. of the film. Are we, are we going to go over this again? Because we argued about this last time. I
1: know, I know. <laughs> but I hate it because the narrative should be woven into the story as you slowly go through it. It should be given to you piece by piece so that it comes to you in a way to where nothing comes out of the blue. But if you, you give no explanations entire movie and then three fourths away and you're like, actually, he was a killer and the whole time it was aliens, but they were secretly from another dimension. It's like a giant slamming on the brakes and you get whiplash
0: to be yeah. fair though filmmakers cannot do what game makers do and they can't hand the audience a piece True. of paper that they find on the floor and let you read through it find and audio Connect that to the book that you found earlier that connects to the toy <laughs> that they gave you in act one
1: that's why i like experimental directors but uh, no, Hollywood does that all the time and it drives me crazy where they just come out and drop exposition. It's sloppy work, man. Sloppy. It's,
0: it, is, it is a little sloppy, but it's also the way Hollywood works for the most part. Like-
1: Unfortunately for now. Yes. Well, for now,
0: in, <laughs> just in general, because people have been getting lazier and lazier. That's why YouTube stars are becoming YouTube stars, because they give you what you want as quickly and in as small of a size. packet as possible. Yeah, that's, that's also why a lot of the films, when I do the Fantastic Fest, don't make it to air or they make it to uh, 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 channels like Shutter, which yeah. are great, but they're genre, so they don't have as huge a following as something like Netflix. Yeah, We watched, uh, I don't know if you've watched it already, but like the cleansing hour, the cleansing hour does not just give you exposition all at once. It it leaves little clues as to what's going on throughout the film. And you, by the end of the film, you realize once they reveal what the whole thing's about, you understand where, where this thing was, was going throughout the entire thing, but they, they do it like piece by piece. And it's, it's, it's a, a low budget film that you'll never see on Netflix. It's, it's only available on Shutter because... It's not something that the audience is going to just just fucking go nuts about. I
1: will say circle back around. This is why I appreciate A24 so much, because they allow people to go in and make stories. They don't have to heavy hand it like Hollywood. And some of their films used like you watch the freaking the lighthouse or whatever.
0: Oh, God, no. I've seen more than uh, enough Dick and movie. I don't need to go see like, that.
1: You don't know what the hell's going on. And they're not, they're not much nudity in that movie. It's like a brief scene, but you, you spend the entire movie, like no fucking clue what's going on. I still don't, I can decipher stuff in the first five minutes. I still like, don't know what the fuck happened in that movie. Two guys go to an Island, they go crazy. And you're not sure, I guess one of them lives. Maybe who knows? It was a dream all along. Who knows? They were drunk. Maybe it was Cthulhu. That's it's, actually it's based a on cool. a true
0: story though yeah yeah it's, it's based on a true story there was another movie called the lighthouse that came out i believe three years earlier which was based on the same exact story the only difference is this one was done by that guy who likes to change up his uh aspect ratio and did it in such a way that the movie feels very this goes back to my whole thing about the witch like the witch and you choosing the different aspect ratios. so even the scenes that are just normal in this film feel awkward because it's not something you're used to i think this guy did yeah. what like a a four by four frame for the lighthouse
1: nothing i've ever seen like it watching it in theaters was very
0: surreal because there's a lot of black space around it yeah and i i i i can appreciate that i don't want to see a movie like that like the witch was okay because instead of it being like a 16 by 9 i think it was like a a 15 by 9 so it was just slightly off but and, and believe it or not, you can definitely tell because the screen is a little bit different in size. Um, Shit, man. That's like switching from 24 frames up to like 60 and you just, this is not real. Why does it
1: look like this? It creeps well, me out. It's not I wouldn't say that. Way.
0: I'd say maybe like going for 24 to 30 frames because there's, there's a difference there. I think jumping to 60 yeah. is like going four by three to 16 by nine because you're dealing with a, a square to a, a rectangle.
1: Right, right. But I mean, it's, it's noticeable. Frames are very noticeable. Aspect ratio is very noticeable. A lot that, of things that... in cinema are defined by theater history, and our expectations are that. And technology is at
0: a point where they can prove it. But we're like, don't improve it. We want how cinema is built. Well, but, but that's that's what I'm saying about, the, uh, we're jumping to a, a different movies now, but that's what I'm saying about The Witch. Because The Witch was, the aspect ratio was off, but it wasn't off by a lot. So yeah. you watch the movie and you, uh, you most of the audience has no idea that the aspect ratio is off. But if you really look at the screen, you'll see that there's extra black on the left and the right because it's a slight difference, well, which causes your mind to, to realize experience. it. Yeah, it yeah. causes your mind to realize it, which creates a, a, an area of unease. With The Lighthouse, he went all the way. That one, I think he went from 30 or 24 frames to 60 because he went like four by three.
1: Yeah, or four yeah.
0: by four or whatever
1: and they're experimenting with these you know kind of going enough off the path to get that uncanny valley where it just doesn't feel comfortable. this is like a lot of uh, audio too they'll put in stuff in the audio that people don't normally do yeah it unnerves you and makes you uneasy the whole film uh what was there was one famous film where like the background is all um a sound that makes people nauseous so the whole film uh, you're was that nauseous. repulsion I don't know. Is yeah, is one of these films? Weird or weird or you and like, you just you you like they these techniques of frames and cinematography and aspect and yeah. noise that cause things to become unsettling. Yeah, so even yeah. though even if the stuff on screen the story content is not as unsettling, you feel that just from the production alone.
0: Yeah, I actually uh, I just saw Midsummer for the first time, and that movie is very much like that throughout the entire I think that's film. The one.
1: That he puts the noise in the background that causes nausea. The whole film? No, I don't know. I'll find no, out. I don't think because
0: I didn't feel nauseous during that film. But there is a um, there's a, there's ambience and there's uh, constant humming or music that's constantly in the background and it always feels off throughout the entire film. So I I I, I have noticed that a lot with uh with 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 the new generation of indie filmmakers. The question is, though, are any of these indie filmmakers going to actually be able to make something big enough and wide enough, widely accepted enough to really break through to audiences now in the fact that we have so many superhero movies? You know, could you imagine? Could you imagine if they did a Doctor Strange movie by the same guy who did Midsummer? (laughs) No, but they have a lot of horror properties they could do. They won't do horror. Well, I mean, they might do horror properties, but they're just going to bring them into the superhero stuff. That's I mean true. the MCU is the MCU it's superheroes.
1: You know what I want to say it's a uh, Gaspar nose climax
0: maybe because that climax. Movie, remember I told you you should not watch when you're on stuff because it made yeah. me nauseous.
1: They said that his audio has a frequency that causes you to feel like very nauseous and upset and like sick.
0: And he definitely puts that, that
1: woven behind all the audio in the background, so the whole
0: movie, you're slowly feeling sick.
2: Yeah, I, that's one of, I think that's a
0: really yeah. interesting... I definitely, I definitely yeah. thought that when I was watching it.
1: Hmm. So, to circle things back, we watched a classic horror movie. It was a pretty good movie. It wasn't really a great movie. It starts off really good in the first half or so, and then the second half pulls out all these weird pitfall twists and turns and then you're like is this the mafia or is this just like all the summer camp for all their children they don't want to see during this the rest of the year (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i gotta say this
0: it was interesting she um like everybody was really good looking throughout the film but she was not hotter than she was when she put on that mask and wore that hillbilly outfit god damn i think
1: that says something about you as a person and uh, you need a disgruntled revenge killer girlfriend to take care of all your problems.
0: No, dude, I already had a couple of those. And you know how the last one worked out. Yeah, that was not so you bad. You caught all that on the yeah. podcast? That's yeah, that's not, that's not going to happen.
2: It, was that podcast? But
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was, I thought it was worth watching once. Um, I definitely think that anybody out there who has not seen it should definitely, you know, give it a shot if you have time. Um, But I definitely would not put this in the top 10. I probably wouldn't even put this in top 20 for me. I've had some disappointing,
1: disappointing movies this week, my friend. Uh, I watched, so I watched that. We watched uh, a couple other things we talked about and somebody convinced me to watch Headcount, which is not nearly as good as I wanted it to be. And it was the same instance where it like looks really good. The tension's pretty good up to a point. And then like halfway through the movie, they reveal the monster and it's just like a Halloween suit, but they do it in a way where it's, so, so the whole thing is they go on a creepypasta website. It's a bunch of friends. They're hanging out in the middle of nowhere in a house that they rented in the desert. And they're going on adventures in the desert and coming back to the house and doing drugs, you know, young 20 somethings having a good time. And they read a creepy post on a website the creepy post is like oh this creature will come for revenge five times and five things that it'll say and do and he's like oh this is a dumb thing we just read and somebody he finds a marking to it like runs a lighter across it and then something starts infiltrating their group disguised as one of them to the point where they're sitting around in this room doing truth or dare and they turn to the one guy and they're like all right you're next and as they say that The same guy pops up behind them in the doorway. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing in here? The lights go off. And everybody runs out of the room like, you were just there sitting with us and now you're here in the hallway. And these other people on the other side of the house are like, he's been here with me the whole time. So there's this imposter among us in the game uh, who's, who's looking like them. And if they're at five people, then it starts having them commit suicide. And it's like, it's a cool gimmick. And they're like they get back to the house and all the objects have been enraged in five. So five beer bottles, five cups, five pool cues on the wall, five chairs, you know, it's, it's an interesting film, but the monster, when it, when the person who it was impostering reveals the creature behind, there's like a flicker and then there's just a rubber suit back there. And after that moment, it just, it lost all hope for me they also do this thing i hate in horror movies where they ramp up the music for a scary part but then nothing happens they just show yeah. like a dark doorway and they're like there might be someone and the music swells and then they cut to the
0: next scene like nothing happened do they at least uh do they at least uh let it uh pay off in the fact that when they go back to the silence something happens after you've released that tension
1: I don't think this film accomplished that, my friend. In fact, I'm going to go on a ledge and say that uh, between this film and classic horror story, I feel rather let down this week. Kind of sad. Well.
0: Yeah, I, I watched a bunch of uh, horror films, but uh, a few of them I want you to watch. so We won't talk about them uh, here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that does. That does really suck. I hate it when they do that. Um, but, you know, at least classic horror story wasn't too bad was not horrible anyway i think that's about all we have to say about uh classic horror stories. so uh if you sure. like what you've heard or if you have a classic horror story that you'd like to tell us email us at happy at gmail.com also we are both starving artists you can't tell by looking at us but we are definitely starving and we I'm consider hungry. ourselves artists so if you head over to our website www.happylittlescreams.com you can give us a dollar maybe a month for Patreon Uh, the link is up there or if it's not up there right now it will be very soon so go ahead click on that and donate a dollar Uh, also if you don't want to do that uh, at least share us with your friends, family and uh, have people listen to us because the more listens and likes that we get the better this is Tim signing off and keep those screams Loud and are they lifting their metal the hands? a new pair now. of
1: shoes.
0: Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.